She is showing up and being seen. She is getting loud and demanding to be heard. And every day she is putting in the work because this girl, she's evolving. She is you, she is me, but most of all, she is magic. Hey guys, it's Jaden. You can think of me as your ride or die who's just right here to remind you that you already have all the tools. You already have the shine factor. It's just about polishing it up, believing it, letting other people see it, and most importantly, leaving a little bit of sparkle everywhere you go. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the She Is Magic podcast. I am so excited that you're here today. I hope that you've had a wonderful, wonderful week. And most importantly, I hope that no matter how your week has gone, this little segment can serve as a reminder that you have the power to choose if you're going to continue in the direction you're going, if you're going to slow down and pivot, or if you just need a minute to breathe, reset, find a new perspective, and go at it again. I really just have had a really fun, fun, wonderful a really wonderful week so far. It's been um, full of all sorts of things and very busy. And one of the things that came up this week in my chair, there was a conversation I was having and it just, it took me back to 15, 14 year old me and what I wish I could have wrapped my head around earlier in life. And really what I I realize a lot of adults haven't even wrapped their heads around per se. So I wanted to kind of dive into this topic a little bit today. So I had this young girl in my chair this week. She was in ninth grade and she was telling me about school and I was asking her, you know, how friends were and and all of these things. And she was saying that it's really hard to make friends and that people are mean. And it's really hard to break into some of these groups where people have been going to school together for years and years and years. And she hasn't been going to school with all of these other kids and how, you know, people are kind of mean. And she told me that her dad told her that, it would get easier. He says, it gets better. I promise it gets better. And I said, well, I'm going to give you a little perspective. For men, it's a whole different ball game. I truly believe that their ability to like be kinder to each other or just like not care is just different. And for girls, this this little piece of advice came to me in that moment. And I realized just how important this nugget that I shared with her was. I said, you know, one of the things that I've found is that it doesn't get easier because we get older, because there's still a lot of really mean people and there's still a lot of very hurt people. And we know that hurt people hurt people, just like healed people can heal people. 
But one of the really important things that I have learned over the last few years is that it doesn't get easier. Friends don't get better or easier as we get older. What happens for some of us, and for some of us, it never happens because we choose not to be intentional or we don't know any different. But as we start to come home to ourselves, as we get comfortable in who we are, in how we show up, and we stop allowing ourselves to conform to the ideals of what we think other people want us to be, we find the right people. The right people find us. So the piece of advice I gave to this girl was, it's not that it doesn't get better, but the sooner you can learn that as you get more comfortable in who you are, and you stop caring so much about showing up as who you think people want you to be, and you start learning to show up as who you are regardless of who people want you to be, that's when the right friends will come into your world. And that's really hard because teenagers are all learning who they are. So I encouraged her as she's you know, looking for friends and in and out of groups and situations to look at people as more of an, a friend for now and find people who make good choices and don't look to feel like you have to find your best friend for the rest of your life in this stage of your life. Does it happen for some people? Yes. But so often we tell people, like we have these thoughts that we're supposed to have this best friend from the time we're in high school and they're our friend for life and everybody has those and it's not true. Not everybody has a friend for life that they've known for so long, that they went to middle school with, that they went to high school with. Like not everybody has that. And often it's, there are people, I I feel like I'm one of those people that kind of evolve through friendships. And it's not that I don't have people that I still would consider my friends that I've had forever, but I don't necessarily reach out or talk to them. If I saw them, great. But we've evolved through different friendships and different levels in, in my life thus far. And it wasn't until I started getting really comfortable with showing up as who I was fully, authentically, without apology, that my friend circle started to become one that was reflective of what I wanted in friendships that I started to see, have people in my circle who saw me. How could I expect anyone to see me if I wasn't seeing or stepping into who I really was? I began to find people who would support me and love me and encourage me and protect my dreams. But I had to be so confident in who I am and what I'm bringing to know, one, how I'm willing to be treated because that's how I treat myself, but two, to be able to be an example to the people who came into my life of how I expect to be treated in friendships, and three, 
it no longer became about trying to keep the friendship. It has become about trying to be the best version of me and knowing that the friends who are meant to stay in my life will see it, recognize it, and evolve forward with me. And the more I've thought on this conversation that I had with this girl, and and obviously I didn't go this crazy deep, but the deeper I've kind of gone into some of my own thought processes around this and just how important it is that we get to know who we are, that we ask ourselves those questions. We talked last week in the podcast a little bit about, you know, asking yourself questions like, what is my favorite color? And what is my favorite ice cream flavor? And how do I like my coffee, hot or cold? Like learning the things that we actually like and asking ourselves those questions is such a huge part in getting to know ourselves. And I think that if we can teach our our teens, or if you are a teen and you're listening, if we can teach them to start asking themselves more questions about what they like, regardless of who they're around, we start encouraging them to build this relationship and get to know themselves for who they are without outside sources, pressing their opinions of who they should be on them. And the younger we can start those questions. The younger we can help encourage our daughters or children to get to know themselves, the more it becomes part of their normal world to recognize what do I want before they start searching for what the people around them want them to do or be or show up as. And I know that as an adult, It is so much harder because now we have all these outside influences coming in and we're trying to figure out the things that we like, but we also are adulting. (laughs) We also, some of us have kids or spouses that we're kind of catering to that what we like gets put on the back burner. And so we just stop asking ourselves those questions. We just stop looking to ourselves for the answers. And eventually we spend so much time and energy looking to people and things and situations around us to give us those answers. So I am going to just give you like this little challenge that for the rest of December, you start asking yourself the question, what do I like? Do I like this? Do I like that? When your family is getting ready to go to dinner, going, do I want this? Do I want that? You having an opinion based off of what your likes are and not just off of what your family wants or what you think would be best for them. And as you start to do that, you're you're building this relationship and this conversation within yourself, but then you're also in turn going to be able to ask your kids, hey, do you like red or blue? Hey, do you enjoy, like, would you rather, like, would you rather is one of my favorite games that I used to play with my nieces and nephews, and I didn't realize why I loved it so much, but I loved it so much because you learn so much about yourself when you start being asked questions. And so 
I want you to get to know yourself. I want you to ask yourself more questions and then be true or connected to what that answer is for you as being like the prime results or the prime like focus. And from there, I think what will happen is as you start to get to know who you are, you might find that your friend circle might change a little bit. Because maybe there are people in your life or things that you have been doing that you aren't doing because you like them. You're doing them because it's expected of you, because other people want you there, because you don't want to say no, because they won't leave you alone if you don't, because you feel guilty if you don't. And you'll start to say, yeah, I want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. Because you realize that your opinion and who you are matters regardless of who or what other people want from you. I also think that as you start to do those things, if you have children, they will start to recognize the power of getting to know themselves. And you'll find yourself having more conversations and asking more questions to the people around you of what it is that they like or don't like. Helping them to get to know themselves and step into their own power in that. There's so much power in that knowledge of yourself. Now, don't get me wrong. There's definitely things I do that I'm like, "Mm, I don't really want to do this, but I love my friend and I'm happy to show up for them. I'm happy to be part of something for them, even though that's not my favorite thing to do. There are those circumstances. And I think it's important to know that there are going to be things that you either need to do or choose to do that aren't your favorite. They aren't your likes, loves, whatever. But there is a purpose behind why you're choosing to invest your time and energy into them. But there are also things that maybe you are doing that you haven't haven't even asked yourself if you actually like that thing, if you actually enjoy the spaces that you're putting yourself in. The power of friendships is so cool. And having people in your life that support you and love you and show up for you, man, it is next level. And I have learned that I was not ever going to have those people in my life if I was not that person for myself. I could be that person for everyone else, but I was never going to find people who were reciprocating if it wasn't the same way I was treating myself. If I wasn't showing up for myself, if I, if I wasn't doing it regardless of if anybody else thought it was a good idea or not. Eventually, at some point in my life, I had to choose if I think it's a good idea and I want to do it, I think it's important, am I going to allow that the people around me don't care about it to hold me back from it, or am I going to choose to lean in anyway? Prime example will be that I have really wanted to do more events. I want to create and cultivate experiences that grow and help us evolve and help us check back into ourselves closer to home. And part of the reason that I keep getting myself stuck and maybe don't bring my full potential is because I'm like, well, 
I don't think anybody around me wants that, or I don't know if my friends will like that, or I don't know, I can't, nobody else can see the vision. And eventually I realized that I was keeping so much of my truth inside out of this fear of what if it's not anything anybody wants or needs? What if my friends only come because they feel obligated? And now I'm realizing that I am going to show up and do regardless of if my friends want to participate or not, regardless of if I think that everyone around me thinks it's a great idea because I know that if it was something that I needed at one point in my life, there is someone else out there who is searching for exactly what I wish I had had so many years ago. There is somebody else searching for those tools. And I want to start cultivating spaces that grow me and that I enjoy being in and cultivating them so that other people can participate, grow, evolve, and enjoy being in as well. The further home I come to myself, the more I get to know who I am, what makes me ticks, what holds me back, I know the right people always show up in my life. It doesn't mean that I don't have right or really good people in my life right now, but two things can be true at the same time. I can have the perfect, most encouraging best friends in my life and also draw in people who are going to push me, evolve me, and grow me at the same time. But I can't draw in people who are going to push me, grow me, and evolve me if I'm not recognizing that I have to do regardless of what I think the people around me think I should be doing. It's not social media perfect. Everything I do isn't going to feel like the most put together perfect thing in the whole wide world because I am following the pings. I am doing the things that light me up. And I hope that there are people out there who can get a little bit of light or encouragement from those things. If you are local to Arizona, I do have an event coming up next Saturday night. It is movement, a sound bath, and a little bonfire with some s'mores making. We're so, so excited. Me and my friend Megan at... um, Visionary experiences are putting, cultivating this space to allow people to kind of come back home, release, and hit December feeling fulfilled, lit up, and ready to roll, starting our momentum before January. If you're interested, please make sure to check out my Instagram at Solovation Co. on Instagram. Um, there is so much good information on there of the event, how to sign up, all of that. And I would love to see you there. I just want you to remember that no matter where you're at in life, you are strong, you are capable, you are resilient, you are worthy, and you are enough. 
just as you are and just where you're at. I see you. I hear you. And these are conversations that I know I need now as much as I needed years ago. And I'm only sharing them with you because I hope that it registers in where you're at in life or maybe a friend. So I need these reminders right alongside of you. Until next time, keep it shiny.